Welcome to Landmark Worship Center's audio podcast. We hope that this message will inspire and encourage your life. So open your heart and mind and receive what God has for you today. Scriptures that I want to read, so I'll have you be seated at that time. But today we are in the presence of the Lord, beautiful Spirit of God that is here, and He is always here as we worship and praise Him. Amen. I want to preach to you on this subject, the difference a day makes. The difference a day makes. Some of you woke up today thinking this is just going to be another day. People in this world woke up today thinking this is just going to be another Sunday, just another day. Some that come to the house of God, if you go to a Pentecost church, you might have thought, well, there's no telling what might happen today. Pentecost church, you just don't know what's going to happen. But thank God for that. We want God to have his way. But the difference that a day makes can change everything. can change everything. God bless you. You may be seated. We do want to continue to pray for those that are sick. There's a lot of sickness going around. We've got some that are out today because of that and uh, we want them to be healed today matter of fact let's just pray for them right now Jesus again we come to the greater God mighty are you the power of your blood the power of your word we stand upon and I pray God for those that are sick that you'll bring forth healing God that you will let the power of your spirit move upon them and let them know a notable miracle today happened the difference that a day makes today in Jesus name touch them thank you God for it we praise you for it in Jesus name amen amen the difference a day makes in the book of Luke chapter 2 very familiar passages of scripture Luke 2 1 through 14 Um, we read them actually all year long different times during the year but we also read them at this Christmas season a lot of people that believe that uh, of course we know that birth of Christ is what we're celebrating we're not celebrating anything else we're celebrating that the Lord came to this earth in a miraculous way and what a powerful powerful thing that it made in our lives amen but it says here in Luke 2, 1 through 14, and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was made, first made, when Cyrenius was governor of Syria and all went to be taxed. Everyone into his own city and Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea and unto the city of David which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David to be taxed with Mary his espoused wife being great with child and so it was that while they were there while they were there the days were accomplished that she should be delivered now there is to me there is a break here in the scripture because there is a change coming 
There is a change coming. There is a new day coming. And what a difference that a day can make. There was a before and after. Many in that day and hour probably thought this is just another day. But then comes the next scripture, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David. This day. What a difference a day makes. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord, and this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God. In the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. You see, there comes a point where things look like a big struggle. A day that we think that there's no hope for tomorrow, and that's the reason why people many times choose to end their life, because they feel like that there's no hope past this day. There's nothing to look forward to, there's nothing to live for. But yet, if we understand that there is a day that makes a difference in our lives, it is the day that we allow the Lord to come into this world and also into our lives. What a difference that a day can make where all of that lack of hope and love and peace and joy and strength and happiness, the lack of it changes by just a day where it all comes to us and the joys of life, the peace of life, the victory of life. Amen. What a beautiful thing that it is to realize that in God, just a day can make a difference. All hope is never gone with the Lord. He is a God of hope. He is a God of strength. Can I hear an amen? The Bible tells us what it was like the night before Jesus came. History books even talk about the fact that there was a great curse that uh, uh, was infested upon the earth. In the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve chose their re first own rebellion and rebellious ways, and mankind fell from God in the Garden of Eden, and they fell from the grace and favor at that point, the Bible says that God cursed the earth in Genesis 3, and sin brought suffering, toil, difficulty, trouble, pain, and eventually death. And we don't see it as the death we're thinking of a body physically dying. They died spiritually. They died spiritually, and I would say that dying spiritually is a very, very tough death. A lot of people think, of course, we know that if we die lost, that's a terrible thing of what is ahead of us. But we realize dying a spiritual death brings forth a life of misery and hurt and pain and struggle and it, and it just keeps coming on and on and on but under the regime, regime of sin the earth brought forth weeds and briars amongst the crops and Adam toiled upon the ground trying to make 
a place of food to sustain life. And that is the way it continued century after century of mankind, the struggles of life, the hardships of life. And man's sin spread and multiplied in the world. The day before Jesus came, the curse infested the earth. It was still that way the day before Jesus came to this earth. What a difference a day can make. And then, of course, we find that as history was written, prophets came in the Old Testament, men of God with a word from heaven, from the Lord, Elijah, Elisha, we can name the names, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, men hearing from God and spreading a word of what the Lord was wanting to tell the earth, that there is a time of judgment, but yet there is a time of hope that will come to this earth. And even in the book of Isaiah, it was prophesied that there would be one, a child that would come to this earth uh, and name the list of names of who he was. It was a prophetic word that Jesus would come to this earth and make a difference. What a difference a day would make. But they prophesied the word, but yet there was a time when there was total silence, as they say, it was called the 400 silent years and the prophet Malachi closed off the sacred writings of the Old Testament and then came forth of 400 silent years. No prophecy was given. People still came to the temples and synagogues. They, uh, they still went through the motions. They still went through the laws and obedience to the laws. But there was no more revelation of word that came to the people. And after all man's failure to meet God's standard, perhaps he had abandoned us, they thought. Possibly he is not hearing us when we cry out to him, when we sacrifice our sacrifices. Maybe he's not hearing us. And how many of us possibly have felt the same way, that we are in a position of life and we feel like that God is a million miles away and he can't hear my cry. And matter of fact, we even get to the point, if we allow it to go that far, that we get to a point where we feel like God doesn't even want us in his presence. I know we all have felt that at some point or another, or maybe just some of us, but I feel like many of us have felt that way. Does God even want me in his presence? Does he even want me in the house of God? But the answer is yes. The answer has always been yes. There's always a deception to, to bring us to a point where we think that God doesn't want us in his presence. It doesn't matter how much you've sinned. It doesn't matter how much you have walked away from God. It, the fact remains, he is still loving us and reaching us, and, and there's still mercy and grace for us. He is a God of mercy and grace. That's God. That's what his word says. It's always going to be. It's, no matter how much we try to, to even uh, be deceived or deceive ourselves, the fact remains he still loves us. He still cares about us. He still is reaching for us and he wants to bless us and minister to us and he wants to change our life and the difference that a day can make in our lives can be an amazing thing. Just one day or even just let's narrow it down even just with God one moment or one second or one one thousandth of a thousand or one millionth of a second I mean God can do something in just a moment's time that can change everything but this is what it was like before Jesus came to the earth it was also a point of life that men and women were looking for a savior looking for a Messiah way back in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve was, had sinned, first sinned, God 
did not only judge them at that point and cast them out of the garden but in his holiness he had to, to deal with sin so he, he uh, put them out of the garden not to destroy them but he put them out of the garden so that he could make a perfect uh, uh, plan and he killed evidently animals and clothed them and they wore animal skins there was a sacrifice that was made building up to the point where he would come to this earth and make a difference and what a difference a day makes change all of that all the way back from Adam and Eve when it first began the first sin to bring it down to the point it was all building up to the day right before Jesus had come to this earth what a difference a day makes you see mankind was living in sin there's still sin in our world but there has been a savior that has come to this earth to save us to deliver us to, to help us out of our misery and our struggle and to give us a peace and a joy and a victory in our lives. But men and women were looking for a savior, a promise that those prophets reiterated time after time after time. The promise was of a coming savior. That God would not leave the earth under the curse, that he would not leave his creation to destruction, but he promised to send a deliverer and he came himself gave himself for us what a difference a day makes that God would not leave this earth in a curse but he always has a plan for hope beyond this day he promised to send that deliverer and he came to this earth and men knew the promise and they looked for the savior some looked in Sincerity for the promised Messiah, looking to the eastern skies, waiting for that promise to come, looking for that Savior. Some religious leaders looked for the proving of their theory for someone to come and prove by theory that they're right in their laws. And then, of course, in that day, I'm sure that there were political activists that were looking for a hero to lead them but yet what they found was something greater. They found something, someone that was greater than all that they could ever even imagine, but yet they looked over it, they glossed over it, they put it away, thought, it was, uh, thought, thought Jesus was just someone to come to try to mess up their religious views, someone to come up and mess up their political activisms or mess up uh, all of their thoughts, what it, the Messiah should be. Guess what? He did mess it up. He stirred it up to the point where if they had only believed, if they had only accepted it, he would have made a difference in their lives. But all of it was building up to the day that Jesus would come upon this earth. Before Christ's birth, there was King Herod. King Herod was addicted to power. He was selfish. He distrusted people that they might try to come and take his throne from him. He was a cruel killer. Matter of fact, the Bible and history books say that his, he killed his brother-in-law, he killed his mother-in-law, uh, he killed two of his sons, he killed his wife because of his addiction to power, his addiction to selfishness and distrust of other people. He loved possessions. It's been said that he had seven palaces. He built seven theaters one seating 9,500 people, stadium seating 300,000, 
I've been, as we walk through Israel, we, we walk through some of those and seen how massive and vast that they were and the, and, and the uh, uh, chariot races, and it was stretched out for probably a mile, this big arena and this track, this racetrack. He was, he was so involved in himself, stadium seating 300,000 people. He had 10 marriages. He was paranoid. He tried to kill anyone that would take his throne. He felt threatened by baby Jesus because of the references of people that said that he, there was a king and he was the king of the Jews and he's come to this earth as a baby. And his fear, this all led up to the day before Jesus came. He was paranoid of these things. That all-important day when the world changed, you remember the very moment when your world changed, when some great event that happened, but in this day, it led up to no hope, struggle, hardships, people being killed, people being destroyed. But when it came down to the day that Jesus came to this earth and was born upon this earth everything changed what a difference that a day makes you know you could be living life and think that everything is lost everything is going to be the same just the heartache the pain the struggle but when you give your life to Jesus everything changes your whole world can turn around that important day when the world changed in, in, in this world there were people that opened up their heart and received the Lord and his message and it changed their life it flowed into a ministry here upon this earth of 33 years that Jesus walked upon this earth but a three year ministry and, and opening the blinded eyes and, and unstopping deaf ears and lame getting up and walking demons being cast out and, and what powerful things what miracles that they saw that that, uh, uh, that those days, those hours of those days, and it came down to, it, it all changed when Jesus came upon the scene. It all changed. Life changed. Some people didn't realize it. They didn't open up to receive it. They didn't accept it, but those that accepted it on the day of Pentecost, it eventually flowed into the day after he had died upon the cross, gave his life as a sacrifice, and, and and went to the cross, died, was buried, resurrected out of the tomb, ascended up into the heavens, and it flowed into, that change flowed into the upper room when the power of the Holy Ghost began to be poured out. People began to speak in another tongue as the Spirit gave them utterance. They were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. What power changed the world that day? The before and after. Never dreamed those steps to the church to an altar would make such a difference, but it did make a difference in many of our lives here today. It made a difference in my life. I went to church and I, I thought, well, this is just another day, but I knew in my heart I was hungry and I, I needed something to change me and I couldn't get there myself. I had worked on it, I tried it, I had tried to get things in line, but I couldn't get there myself. But what a difference a day made on a Sunday in a church service where I made an altar at the pew and I began to repent of my sins and God filled me with the Holy Ghost that day. What a difference that that day made in my life. I've never looked back. I've never... Yeah, I remember the pit from where I was dug 
out of but I have not looked back I've realized that I'm moving forward in God what a difference a day makes never dreamed those steps to the church would make such a change never dreamed that making an altar somewhere in a church service could make such a difference in my life one day living for the worldly ways of sin and then the next day not having the desire for selfishness and the worldly ways and the evil things you know the bar stool gets to the point where it's not as appealing anymore when you when you find God and you surrender totally to God the, the conversations with people that are in the same miserable state and have no answers to the questions that you got in your life what a difference that a day can make in God a repentance before the Lord drowning in sorrows and tears in a bottle or in drugs or in a sexual relationship just doesn't make you happy anymore because when Jesus comes into your life what a powerful difference that Jesus makes in our lives amen there is power in repentance there is power in the in the name of Jesus in baptism amen why wouldn't you want to take on the name of Jesus everything we do in word or deed do all in my name there's power in the name of Jesus and then when that power of the Holy Ghost falls there is something that begins to happen in our lives that just all the things of the world they don't appeal to me anymore all of those ways of the world that please the flesh it doesn't appeal to me anymore it's something that's changed just a, just a day and time of my life and how everything just turned around I just it's an amazing miracle to me to realize how it could change so quickly. The world, the day before Jesus came, what a difference that it made. He arrived the next starry night in Bethlehem and the world would never be the same again. He came and changed everything that matters. He came and lived and died to put away the curse that infested this earth. Because he came, it has been, it has been dealt with the victory's already been won. Romans 8, 18 through 22 talks about the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs. You see, when he came and was born, that birth changed everything in this world. But it changed it for those that receive it, for those that allow it to be a part of their life. His arrival, Jesus' arrival upon this earth shattered the silence of heaven. Hebrews 1 and 1 through 2, prophetic word is being spoken with power because of Jesus coming to this earth. That silence was broken. He came and fulfilled all the hopes and aspirations of those who sincerely looked for God's promised Savior. He fulfilled and even greater than what they could even imagine him coming to this earth of a Messiah he came at the perfect moment when the fullness of time had come it was his timing his timing is always right always right there is a before and after in many of our lives here today the day before Jesus came into our lives we were full of sin the day before Jesus came there was no hope we live life a few breaths breaths from eternity we had no peace 
no true joy or happiness, no much, uh, not much to live for. I'm speaking for us, but I'm speaking for myself. I know I've been there. I've felt those struggles. I've felt those heartaches. But what a difference that a day makes in giving our lives to the Lord. The day your life was turned around, you thought it was just another day. The day your life was turned around, you thought it was just gonna go through the motions just like you always had. But there was a difference that was made that day. And if you realize what happens in a 24-hour period in our lives, if you're an adult of average, uh, average life, here is what you accomplish on a normal day. Your heart beats 103,690 times beats a day. Your blood travels 168 million miles through your body. You, you breathe 23,040 times. You inhale 438 cubic feet of air. You eat 3.25 pounds of food. You drink 2.9 quarts of liquids. You lose seven-eighths of a pound of waste. You speak 4,800 words, including some unnecessary ones, which I'm guilty of. You move 750 muscles in your body. Your nails grow, I can't even get this, one or point zero 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 forty-six inch. You can't even see them grow, but they do grow. In a day's time, your hair grows 0.01714 inch. Thank God my hair's still growing. You exercise 7 million brain cells in your brain in a day's time. In a day's time, we think, well, this is just another day. Just We don't even consider breathing in air. We don't even consider the beating of the heart. We don't even consider the, the you know, uh, a lot of times are the activities of a day's time, but what a difference a day makes in God. Uh, but when Jesus steps into our life, everything changes. No, we still breathe in, we still eat food, we still live life, we still, you know, the fingernails still grow, the hair still grows, things just continue to go on with life. 750 muscles are used uh, in your body, but here's the thing, when Jesus enters into your life, it's not just another day. It's not just another day that things are like they always have been, the struggle, the heartache, the pain of life that comes, but when Jesus steps in, what a difference that a day makes. When Jesus steps in, everything changes. That normal day turned into an exceptionally powerful day of deliverance and change. Mercy and grace comes to us. New beginning comes to us. Hope for eternity comes to us. Something to live for comes to us. Life was turned around in our, in our hearts and in our lives just because Jesus stepped into our lives and made a difference. I was talking to someone the other day and I think I mentioned it Wednesday night. I was talking about how great of a homecoming we're going to have for those that have made themselves ready for the meeting of God. And when we get to that pearly gate, I'm praying that landmark we will be holding our hands marching up to the throne of God and rejoicing together of the power and glory of God. But I'll tell you who we're going to find there. We're going to find those that have made themselves ready. They're already rejoicing around the throne of God. What a difference a day made. 
in their lives. But I don't want to miss it. I want to be there. And what a beautiful blessing that it is in this time of the year as we celebrate the birth of Christ. But to a church, it's not just one time a year. It's year round. We rejoice in the Lord of what he's done for our lives. Let's lift our hands and praise him right now. Hallelujah. Oh, I thank you, God. Oh, I thank you, God. What a time of rejoicing here on this earth. But what a time of homecoming it's going to be beyond this life. But it only comes to those that allow God to make that change in their lives. The Lord has done many things for us. Many things for us. And there is a story that I'll close with here today of a king that walked among the people. Long ago, there ruled in Persia, a wise and good king. He loved his people. He wanted to know how they lived. He wanted to know about their hardships. Often he dressed in the clothes of a working man or a beggar and went to the homes of the poor. No one whom he visited thought that he was their ruler. One time he visited a very poor man who lived in a cellar. He ate the coarse food and poor man that the poor man ate. He ate exactly what he ate. He spoke cheerful, kind words to him, and then he left. Later he visited the poor man again and disclosed his identity by saying, I am your king, the king thought the man would surely ask for some gifts or favors of him since he knew that that was the man that came and ate with him and sat in his home in the cellar brought himself down to that place where he was at so I'm your king and king thought surely he's going to ask for a gift or a favor of him but he didn't instead he said you left your palace and your glory to visit me in this darkness and in this dreary place you ate the coarse food that I ate. You brought gladness to my heart. To others you have given your rich gifts. To me you have given yourself. The King of glory, the Lord Jesus Christ, has given of himself to us. What greater gift could be given to this world than Jesus what a difference a day makes what a change that came to this world but I'm here to say to you today that this is what the Lord has done for us he came down from the throne room of heaven came down to this earth walked among us felt the feelings that we feel tempted by the temptations that as the Bible says in all points like as we yet without sin he came and walked upon this earth and felt he felt, felt that struggle that you feel right now he feels that feeling of misery that you might be feeling right now he feels the hardships of life and the hurting heart and the he feels the, the struggle of the, the mind, uh, the fears, 
we face at times. He's already felt all of that. He's been through that. But the beautiful thing about it, he's already conquered that. He conquered it when he came to this earth. The things that you're battling with right now, he's already experienced those and he's already won the victory for you. What you simply need to do is just remind hell of the boundaries and territories that God's already won for you. In prayer and worship, just remind hell, this is already mine. We've already won the victory over that sickness, over that struggle, over that fear, over that jealousy, over death. He's already won the victory. And I'm telling you here today, you might have woke up this morning feeling like this is just another day. Just another day. The sun's going to come up. The sun's going to go down. We're going to go to bed. Get up. Monday's coming. We're going to go to work. Just another day. But I'm here to tell you that the Lord when he came to this earth and when he comes into our life what a difference that a day can make all can change all can be turned around you could be set free you could feel the freedom and liberty that you've been looking for in your life you could feel that peace afresh you could feel that joy lift you and strengthen you again what a difference that a day makes this Sunday this Sunday right here right now could be the day that you will never forget but it's a matter to the world the Lord came was born into this world but to us he comes and he's born into our hearts a new life I'd like for us to stand here today a new life We need to let this day make a difference. Jesus coming to this earth made a difference for the whole world, but it only affected those that received it into their lives. And what the Lord is saying here today, let this day make a difference. This day is the day you could never forget. It's an amazing what surrendering your life to God will do for you. It's amazing. What freedom. Oh, what liberty, what joy, what peace comes knowing that if the Lord came today, I'm going to spend my eternity rejoicing in heavenly places in God. No more fear. No more fear. What a difference. The day makes. The Savior of the world has come. The Lord gave his life for us. Let him in. Let him in. I'd like for us to close our eyes here today. All of us close our eyes. I want us to just feel after God. I tell you what you're going to find is the Lord is reaching because of his love for you 
because of his mercy and grace for you he's reaching he wants you in his arms he wants you to feel the love that he has for you he wants you to feel the grace and mercy that he has for you he wants this day to make a difference in your life just open up to the Lord just open up to him in the name of Jesus I'm going to open these altars up here today. Let's come and pray in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Pour your heart out to the Lord. He's reaching right now. He's reaching right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pour your heart out to the Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Was blind, but now I see. Grace that taught my heart to fear and grace.